Good afternoon, collectors and friends. Welcome to the 43rd episode of Trading Card Therapy. I'm your host, the doctor, and I'm happy to be here today. We have a number of things to cover, so we're going to get right into it. Another Friday removed from the National, and yet another Friday here at Just Collect that we're able to purchase a nice vintage collection. We're going to show it off here for the first time on Trading Card Therapy. This comes from a gentleman named Scott and his father locally. Uh, Scott, when he was younger, was a fan of Mickey Mantle with his dad. He also collected comic books. But he remembers specifically going around with his father and buying these cards. These are the highlights. And we're going to show them off to you right now here for the first time on Trading Card Therapy. The key card to the collection was their Tito 6 Cy Young. They're very proud of this. This is the bare hand throwing variation. Fairly clean back. Piedmont 150. Make sure Instagram sees it as well. For a low grade, you know, example, that's going to probably grade out at about a one and a half. It looks great. Several Mickey Mantles in the collection. Let's see what we got here. So we got a 69, a 67, a 63 Bombers Best, a 62 Switch Hitter, 66, 65, and a 62. But this is why grading was largely invented and why it became so important. The color is added on the upper right corner of that 62 mantle and a 61 mantle. So no one was really looking at the corners as much back in the 80s when this gentleman and his father were probably collecting them. Let me show them off here on Instagram. A 69, a 67, a couple of the specials. 66, 65, 62, and a 61. These all walked into our offices in the last 48 hours here at Just Collect at our store in Millburn, New Jersey. And you can see just some of the other players, Clemente, Mays, Aaron, 56 Jackie was one of the other highlights, excuse me, of the collection. For those of you who might be able to hear some low volume in the background, we welcome our sister company, Vintage Breaks, now streaming on the Fanatics Live app. So we are going to be putting in a door in between our studios. So we'll now have two distinct studios here at our Just Collective Vintage Breaks offices in Milburn, New Jersey. Some of the other highlights from the collection, Lou Brock rookie at first glance looks awesome, but unfortunately it is miscut. Lots of stars of the time though, Musial, Seaver, Frankie Robinson, Brooks Robinson, Gil Hodges, recent Hall of Famer, another 70 Clemente. And speaking of 70 tops, sweet Lou, we're gonna show off some 1970 tops baseball that we just pulled from a pack we opened live on our Vintage Breaks show last night. This way Vintage Breaks can, excuse me, the uh, Instagram community can see. Small collection, but powerful in terms of stars. Thanks for tuning in, Dennis, Nick, the rest of the gang. Hope you enjoy it. 
All right, I wanted to show off since we were talking about 1970 tops. This is just about the first half of the second series cello pack, the 23rd, in fact, that we've opened here at Vintage Breaks. But check out some of these beauties and how they came out of the pack. And they were unearthed after sitting in that cellophane for nearly, or excuse me, just over five decades. Gorgeous Willie McCovey. So once again, the 1970 Tops cards I'm showing you right now, these were pulled live on air with us yesterday with Vintage Breaks during our YouTube stream. If you can, try to tune in um, later today. We're doing a Tops Chrome case break, some other fun vintage like a 75 me and exhibit cello pack. But look at that Steve Carlton. This thing is sweet. Several Hall of Famers, Billy Williams. I mean, these cards absolutely look great. We'll be sending off some of these to PSA for our clients. Double Billy Williams. Other one was centered a little bit better. We'll run through just a few more of the highlights from the pack. Another Steve Carlton. We didn't get a Munson, but we did get a second-year Reggie. This card is a beaut. Possible PSA 9. Second-year Reggie. We've had 23 of these solo packs we've opened. We've got a handful of Munsons, handful of Reggies. Might be one of the nicest Reggies I've ever seen. Phil Necro, Hall of Famer. A little bit off-centered. And I'm going to show you some of the other cards and just how crisp they are, how they come out. Hopefully, there'll be a couple tens. Showing some of these beauties to our Instagram fans. If you want to see the full video check it out we have over 20,000 vintage videos of breaks that we've done on our youtube channel at youtube.com slash vintage breaks so moving right along i wanted to talk about the national uh, we did talk about it briefly last week but absolutely vintage was hot for us pre-war particularly and you know folks really do enjoy trying to find even if it's a technical low-grade card trying to find those fantastic I appeal, even though they might only grade a two, but they look like a seven. That seemed to be all the rage. Now, keep in mind, if you're looking for those types of cards, whether it be a T206 Cobb like that or a 52 Mantle, people are pricing their cards accordingly. So even though it's graded a two, it might be priced like a four because it's very nice. I'm certainly making up the numbers, but uh, it was definitely um, a very strong vintage uh, market there, and people were focusing on eye appeal. Some people still focusing just on the grade, but lots more people than ever before focusing on the eye appeal of the card. And just keep in mind that when you go out and get, you know, something that has tremendous eye appeal, if you're ever going to resell it, you know, keep in mind that premium that you're paying, do you think someone else would pay that similar premium? So uh, I found in some cases, yes, but in some cases, people were very much Hey, the card grades this. I expect to pay, you know, X, and I don't really care that it looks nice for the grade. So 
something to look out for, you know, when you're collecting and you're on your journey. Something else that I wanted to mention uh, about the National was that being prepared was really important as far as a dealer, as far as being a collector, as far as being an investor. And what I mean is if you had cards to sell or trade, instead of having to look them up on the spot every single time at someone's booth, knowing what those cards were worth on the open market, knowing what you think you might accept for them and either a cash offer or a trade was very, very helpful. And having to um, have the ability to just do everything in a very straightforward fashion instead of having to look up every single card really made business a lot more easy to get done with someone like that versus someone that had no prices on their cards, meaning as a dealer, or someone walks up with you know a group of 50 graded vintage cards, they're all awesome, but hey, I have no idea what they're worth or what I want for them, and I haven't looked in months. Sure, even though you know I might be interested in your cards and other people might be interested in your cards, time is very precious at the National, and there are you know tens of thousands, if not this year, I think it was like 150,000 people that attended so the better prepared you are, the more you put in to your experience, the more you undoubtedly will get out of your experience, not just in the national, but going to any of these big conventions all around the country. Um, on top of which, of course, it takes, you know, real time and money and effort to get out to, whether it be Hobby Slam in Miami or the Burbank show in California. You know, in some cases, folks are traveling a half day to a day just to get to these destinations. So do yourself a favor. Instead of dozing off on the plane, Maybe make sure your prices are in sync and ready to go so that you are ready to wheel and deal at the next big convention that you go to. Interesting that I noted and saw at the National, if you were able to get in on that Tuesday with the dealers, great. By Wednesday, it was certainly in full you know, gear. Uh, and then by Thursday, I think that was actually the peak of the show. Even though Saturday was busy, um, you know, I would advise anyone and everyone who's serious about going to next year's National Sports Collectors Convention in Cleveland to get there as early as possible, to get in as early as possible, because things get crazy really quick and the best material often gets gobbled up, especially with a lot of sharps out there, you know, more than ever before. This is a special shout out to Andy Friedman. If you have not checked out Andy's work, please Google Andy Friedman. He is someone that's worked with Tops. He does his own, uh, you know, renditions of things like this. So, for example, a really good friend of mine, Monty from the Vintage Breaks and Just Collect community, gifted me a exclusive Tops rookie card of my son, who's right here, a little bit younger then, and me during our store opening just about a year ago here in Milburn, New Jersey. You can see the two nine six. Uh, in the background, we have the RC logo. Well, Andy was kind enough to make this a true one-of-one -one piece of art and baseball card history. He added some color, of course. You can see he outlined my son and I. He signed it right here, one-of-one. One. And I don't know if there's anything written on the back special, but you can see just collected Vintage Breaks grand opening in 2022 with Leighton and Crosby cutting the ribbon at 296 Milburn Ave, Suite 102, Milburn, New Jersey, 07041. Clearly my most priceless card that I have in my collection. So if you are watching this show and you'd like to comment, 
I'd love to know something of yours that maybe someone else doesn't think is super valuable, but you wouldn't trade it for anything in the world. Thanks, Dennis. Appreciate it. And of course, thanks again to uh, Andy for uh, putting that together for me and my son. I know Crosby is very appreciative of it. And if you want Andy to do something like that for you, you can reach out to Andy directly through his website or on social media, and you could commission him to do, whether it be a card, a piece of art, something that's going to hang your home for decades to come. So make sure you check Andy out. Last thing I wanted to cover today right here on Trading Card Therapy is the big event that we have that we just announced for Vintage Breaks. It's going to be ending the same weekend as the Philly Sports Card Show. So I believe that is the third week of September. Check out all the details on our website at vintagebreaks.com. But we're giving away thousands of dollars in prizes, including a T205 Cy Young and some other great stuff, including break credit to our website at vintagebreaks.com. And for those that are new and that are Apple users to these breaking apps, please check out Vintage Breaks. And of course, there are many other breakers that are now on the Fanatics Live app. You may hear Sam in the background right now. We're testing out different time slots. So make sure you download the app today and sign up and check out your favorite breaks on the new Fanatics Live app. Thanks, everybody, for tuning in to our 43rd episode of Trading Card Therapy. This is the doctor signing off here. Thanks for tuning in.